Welcome back. Good to have you. They are in a quest for the Calder Cup. That's the Milwaukee Admirals, and uh, they continue to win. They continue to play great hockey, and uh, again, uh, I think they got a legitimate shot at getting deep into the postseason and possibly winning a championship. Get out and support the Milwaukee Admirals. Go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Single-game seats. They still have, I think, a concert, uh, post-game concert still on the docket. If you want to get a promotional group together and go down, buy some tickets, sit in an end zone, catch some of the after-concert performances, whatever it happens to be, or just buy your postseason tickets, get ready. Milwaukee Admirals season tickets are still available if you want to go on the short list or if you just want to be around for the postseason and hopefully when they're hoisting the Calder Cup, get a hold of them then. Go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. That is Milwaukee. Admirals.com. There you go. That's from our friends at the Admirals. All right, here we go. Here we go. So I'm going to put all this together, and then that way you can hear what everybody's saying, okay? Tom Pelissaro on the Rich Eisen Show saying that Aaron Rodgers, the Packers, uh, the Packers aren't disgusted. They actually would welcome him back. All I can speak for is what I know, mm-hmm. which is that if Rodgers wants to play for the Packers and if he is bought into the way that they are want to proceed here, then the Packers want him back and they would expect that he's going to come back and play really well in 2023. So there you go. The Packers would want him back. He also goes on to say if by chance he doesn't buy all in, this could possibly be what a trade would look like involving Aaron Rodgers. If Rodgers decides he wants to play and does not want to play in Green Bay or does not want to play under whatever circumstances are laid out for how the Packers are going to proceed here, then he's going to become available and the Packers are going to have a market for him. But also the other dynamic here is because he basically has veto power over any destination because of both the contract and the the retirement threat. He can narrow it down to more or less one team and say, I'm only going there. And then you lack the, you know, let's say the, you know, the type of leverage that the Texans have with Deshaun Watson, where you could pin a price, say everybody's got to meet it. And then let four teams all try to beat each other out for the guy. So there you go. So in other words, he's got that leverage by saying I could possibly walk away from the game. Now, he, Tom Pelissaro said if, if Aaron Rodgers is all in, the Packers want him back. Jeff Darlington of ESPN on Get Up. He's got a Rodgers update on what he's heard. I learned two things in the past 24 hours that make me kind of believe that the Jets, it's time for them to simply sign Derek Carr. The first of which is a conversation I had with a very important Green Bay Packers source who quite honestly believes that Aaron Rodgers will be back with the Packers and that all of this is being overhyped. He looks Mm. at the contract that Aaron Rodgers signed last year, the commitment that he gave to the team, and believes that at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers will be back with the Packers. There you go. There you go. So he says, no, that this is all being overhyped. Uh, much like I say, you got to stay in the eye of the, the tornado, not necessarily in the swirl around it. Hurricane, if you will, as others have pointed out. Uh, now you've got Nick Wright on First Things First uh, on Roger's emergence from the darkness. I think they're done. I think they know they're done with him. I think the most interesting part of this coach is we all at this table agree he's not retiring. However, I think we all agree he is all he is untradeable until he announces I'm not retiring. Because right. no one's going to trade an asset for him, and then it's like, oh, okay, I'm retiring. When he, you know, comes out of the cave and clears his eyes and whatever, and then even if he 
I, we know when he goes on McAfee, McAfee, probably in a tank top holding some type of sporting good, is going to say, so Aaron, did you see this? They said they're disgusted with it. <laughs> Don't you think it's on the board that Aaron then's like, okay, I think I'm going to wait a little longer to make my decision. I think I'm going to wait a little longer. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I might need to go on a six-day darkness wow. retreat. Mm. And so I think this is bad news for the Packers, but I do, I fully believe through one way or another, Jordan Love is going to be their week one starting quarterback mm. next year. So he believes that Rodgers is going to be pissed, screw the Packers, and Jordan Love's the man. Diana Russini on how Derek Carr and the visit on Get Up on ESPN on how Derek Carr and the visit in New York with the Jets and such has gone. Well, Derek Carr is certainly in the driver's seat here in the situation. You just mentioned some of the teams that are interested in him. And in terms of that visit with the New York Jets, I heard it went really well from both sides. And in terms of what New York was trying to sell him, because let's face it, that's what they're doing at this point. They were pretty clear with them. They, they told him he's a great quarterback. They believe that he's got a legit surrounding cast of players. They went through the top D, the strong young skill guys, the explosive run game. They went through top to bottom of why Derek Carr can step in here and take this team not just to the playoffs, but to the Super Bowl. And they made it really personal, too. They said, we believe if you come to New York and win, you could be a first ballot Hall of Famer, right? So they went full in on Derek Carr here to let you know they really <laughs> want him to play for the New York Jets. So there you go. So that's her take on that, hey, that Derek Carr is probably a viable candidate to be a New York Jet, which would then lead you to believe that if they are all in on Derek Carr, that then Aaron Rodgers is not going to be made available. So you got two guys citing sources regarding the Packers and an emergence of Aaron Rodgers coming back. Others saying, this is my opinion. We had Ross Tucker on out at Super Bowl who said he believes the Packers are done with him. You got Bob McGinn saying the Packers are disgusted. This is the swirl. This You just got the gamut in that five-minute dissertation of what's gone on since pretty much the end of the season. Since pretty much the end of the season. Only two, only two people are citing sources with the Packers. I still, and somebody had asked me a little earlier, um, Ryan said, uh, which is a ridiculous statement, he said, so who do we believe, Big Bad Mom again, who last week you said was the greatest thing since sliced bread, or Jeff Darlington? Now, first of all, I never said Bob again was the greatest thing since sliced bread. I said he's a credible, very credible reporter. He has been in this area for decades, covered the Green Bay Packers, knows a lot of people in the front office. I don't cast doubt on what Bob says. I just don't. Now, I don't know where his sources are. I don't know who his sources are. I, but I never, ever, ever wavered from my opinion. So if I were to say take Bob at face value 100%, this is what it is, Rodgers is gone, or the only way he comes back is as a backup, then I would, have, I would have changed my opinion. My opinion has stayed steadfast from day one. It is the majority of me believes that he's going to be back under center for the Green Bay Packers come training camp or maybe OTAs or minicamps or whatever. 
I've just I've I've had that feeling. I said a growing feeling has been that the possibility the 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 growing possibility of a trade could be more realized, but I still say the majority of me says that he's back with the Packers. I've always stood steadfast in that. Always. 100%. So now that you've heard it all and that is just a whole lot of crap, isn't it? That's just a whole lot of crap. Um, with all of that going on. By the way, the Diana, Diana Rossini was not on Get Up. It was on NFL Live. But all of that, I still ha- have remained steadfast in the fact that I still believe he's going to be under center. Now, if I'm wrong, okay, then my 30% came true. Okay. But I, um, it is what it is. Uh, John says, what if he comes back and has another ho-hum year? It's time to question Goody and Murphy on that contract for the team, knowing he is a complicated fellow, safer for the team to trade him and avoid that scenario. John, the last time you doubted him, he came back and won back-to-back MVPs. That's all I'm saying. I, and again, this is where I sit down and I say, there's a knowledge here of this guy has lived He's made a living from the day going back to Butte Community College. From Butte Community College, when people have doubted him, he has made a living of putting that as a chip in his shoulder to come back and kick their ass. From going from Butte to Cal to the NFL, winning a Super Bowl, all of that, to MVPs four times over, All of that. Every time somebody has said, no, you can't, he said, yes, I can. And he's done it. So I don't doubt that he will come back this year and have a good season. More and more quarterbacks in recent history have played beyond the age of 40. And there's a different commitment in today's day and age to your body, to staying healthy. Now, we know he takes a lot of different approaches to medicines and such so we we know that i can't imagine um that if rogers says i'm all in i can't imagine him not emerging from whatever darkness he's in and in the next couple of weeks heading to a trainer or heading to green bay and getting his legs back and his core back because last year the accusation was and i think it, it i i think it was true I believe it was true from what I saw. He was a step slow. He wasn't as elusive. And that was visible. Then you you couple that with a thumb. You couple that with a knee towards the end of the season. Um, you know, obviously a lot of shuffling on the offensive line. There's a lot of things there. I, I think there has to be a recommitment, which is the reason I say if the Packers look at him and he says, no, I'm not committed to doing all of that, that's when the Packers can say, well, then we're going to move on. Let's work something out. Because if you're not committed, there's no sense in doing this. But I think Gutekinds was very loud and very clear. And I go back to what he said in his postseason press conference when he said, talking about the commitment of what they want for the $60 million they're paying. We want our money's worth. That was kind of Cliff Notes' version of his statement. So while it is all up to Rodgers, it is in essence, up to Rodgers to also say, I'm completely committed, because if he's not, then the Packers will just say, we're ready to move on. 
That's 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 cutting through all the crap, all the BS, all the swirling, all the my opinion is this, and I think uh, you know everybody hates him, and uh, when he goes into the darkness, they may nail that shut and never allow him out, and you know, and I just you know I, I don't know, I don't know. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Uh, Rick says McGinn was probably talking to a board member and not anybody who could actually trade 12 away, which is possible. And the board members do have say they do have a, an opinion and they do. That opinion does echo inside the halls of 1265. Absolutely. Um, but I would, and again, I, if, if that's the case, if that's the case, it would depend on a couple of things. One, which board member? Because there's some that are board members, and there's some that are that are board members. They have they have they can reach out and tug on the ear of anybody inside the front office of 1265. Go back to when Mark Murphy said, "Nah, pretty much everything that we want to do, the board's rubber stamps. What we want to do, we we do. The board has a say, yes, but they're pretty much on board with us. Pardon the pun. So." If it wasn't Mark Murphy, if it wasn't Russ Ball, if it wasn't Brian Gutekinds, if it wasn't Matt LaFleur, then, yeah, they can be disgusted all they want, or that person's opinion can be disgusted. But, yeah, that's that's uh, that's not going to happen. Now, when Favre was cut loose after he threw that pass in an NFC Championship game, and I, I told you, I – one of the board members came out of the suite, an owner's suite. They, you, first of all, you knew Favre had kind of irritated the Packers front office with the wavering, but you knew what you had in Rodgers waiting in the wings. Ted was high on Rodgers. Ted, Ted was ready to go. They had kind of had it with the wavering of Favre. And then when you have the owners, so to speak, and a prominent, prominent board member coming out of that that suite, punching that wall, saying, gee, damn it, we can lose these kind of games. We don't need him to lose games for us in a way that told you I'm done with this guy. I knew right then and there. You just knew it. And maybe that's what Bob feels. Maybe, maybe he got that from Bob. I don't know. I just know what scenario there is. I know what was signed. I know the contract. I know the thought. I know it listening to Aaron Rodgers prior to the season last year about how he said, no, this is it. I signed the deal. I'm committed. I'm going to be a Green Bay Packer the rest of my career. I remember the you know Brian Gutekind saying, hey, look, this was not a one-year commitment. Uh, and then he was talking about what they expect for the money, the amount of money that they're paying. I thought, no, this is, this is they're still together. They're still together. And that's what I've always based my opinion off of. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. I uh, want to hear from you. Phone line's wide open. You can hit us up and give me your opinion on all of this. And uh, obviously, we've got you know a lot of people that want to chime in. The Bud Light live stream is lit up today, and I'm seeing a lot of different conversations going back and forth there as well. So, uh, you know, hey, I want your voice to be heard. Uh, by the way, I know today sucks. You're looking at the weather. You're going, holy crap. It's it's raining. It's snowing. It's sleeting. It, it's all kinds of craziness. But that does not mean that this weekend, when it begins to warm up a little bit, as we're going to get into the 40s, 
that uh, the Lux Golf Bays would not be a great destination for you to go to and maybe get your swing on. Uh, whether it's yourself, whether it's you and some friends, you want to put together maybe a, a little bit of a corporate outing, whatever it may be, you want to get some drinks, you want to watch some tube, you want to you want to get yourself some good food served to you while you're sitting there working on your swing, all of that, Lux Golf Bays. Go to Lux, L-U-X-E, LuxGolfBays.com, right in Franklin, Wisconsin. That is LuxGolfBays.com. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. necessarily when uh, snow is falling, ice is falling, it's black outside, uh, the time you want to start thinking about uh, selling a home or buying a home. But uh, in the next couple of weeks, as you see on and off sun and warm and cold and warm and cold, you're starting to think about springtime. That's when the housing market starts to heat up. And if you're looking to purchase a new home, you want to get, get fast pre-approval. Uh, my lender, Scott Ellis, he's the guy, man. Homeside Financial right here in Wisconsin, 414-791-7771, 414-791-7771. And it covers the whole upper Midwest, and he's the guy. He, he's he's fantastic. He was the guy that when I went through my refi, I went through my home uh, to buy my home, and then subsequently got out of it after the divorce and then did all the paperwork all over again. He's the guy that took everything, took, took care of everything for me. And was always available, gave me the best course of action, uh, and made it pretty painless. It was just like, okay, here's a few things you need to sign, DocuSign, bang, bang, bang. Uh, I had the appraisal, had some people come over to the house. I mean, it was really, really an easy process. And whenever I got nervous or started thinking about things or whatever, he was always there picking up the phone. And I, I couldn't work with anybody better. And if you're worried about the interest rates, he's got this thing called a 2 1 buy down. And we know rates right now seven six and a half to seven percent depending on where they're at. And he says, "What about if I got you in at four and a half? And I'm like, "Whoa, well, wait a minute. If you're I'm somebody going to buy a house, what what if that's the way to go? He can do that, but you you got to give him a call because there's a way to do this. I don't I'm not a person when it comes to this kind of stuff. I don't handle this. He just says yes. There's a way to do it. So you got to call him four one four seven nine one seven 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 one four one four seven nine one seven 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 one. 414-791-7771. There you go. There you go. Um, if you want to give us a shout, go ahead and hit us up. We'd love to hear from you again. Uh, got uh, some people that have been on hold. Uh, Tom from Lacrosse dropped off. Tom, I would have got to you. Just had to get to you. Um, give us a call back and we'll uh, we'll get you back on. Uh, this is from Mark. Mark says, uh, hey, guys, uh, what if Aaron Rodgers does come back and he plays horribly? Then what? Are the Packers still on the hook? for the money that they are going to give him in year three of that contract. Well, yeah, whatever guaranteed money there is. Um, what if he comes back and he plays great? What do you think the likelihood is that Rodgers comes back and has a subpar year this upcoming season? You know, what do you think that likelihood is in the grand scheme of things? What do you think the likelihood is that Rodgers would come back and have a subpar season? And remember, when you talk about subpar, it, you, you got to kind of look at it as 
as Aaron Rodgers standards. You know what I mean? In the Aaron Rodgers standard. Um, when you look at, like, say, quarterback rating, okay? Quarterback rating on the season, the highest-rated quarterback for the amount of games and snaps was Tua at 105.5, believe it or not. Patrick Mahomes was second. Garoppolo, only playing in 11 games, was third. So you start to move down that mix to really quarterbacks that played and played consistently. Rodgers was the 17th-ranked quarterback this year, 91.1. 91.1 was Aaron Rodgers. And one of his worst touchdowns to uh, to interception ratios of 26 touchdowns, 12 picks, sacked 32 times. So when you start talking about quarterback sacks, he wasn't the most. I mean, Russell Wilson, who hung onto the ball far too long, Russell Wilson, Justin Fields, Kirk Cousins, Geno Smith, uh, down that list, Daniel Jones. Joe Burrow with a terrible offensive line. Then you go down and down and down and down. It wasn't like Rodgers was consistently beat up, but he was 14th, the 14th most sacked quarterback in the National Football League. So he had some pressure. Uh, When you get into the completion percentage, uh, his completion percentage was down a bit this year as well in the grand scheme of things. Aaron Rodgers ranked 21st at 64.6%. So his completion percentage was down with... The, the the receivers that he had and the familiarity early on, we understand that a little bit. But the quarterback rating was down. The interceptions were up. The completion percentage was down. All of that puts him to about maybe mid-level or just, a, just below mid-level when it came to overall quarterback play. What do you think the likelihood is that he has another season like that coming up this year? What do you think that likelihood is? And ask yourself that. What is the what is the likelihood do you believe that he is going to have another season that is a down year? Uh 877-867-1670. Cause if that's the case. If that's the case and you believe that he's just he's just done, well, then, yeah, you probably is the Green Bay. And, again, logic would tell you now's the time to trade him. Logic would tell you that. But I think still that there's a want-to in Green Bay to try this thing one more time. I personally think, uh, I, I personally think that he's going to come back and play extremely well. Once he makes the announcement he's coming back, I personally think he's going to play extremely well. Now, Here's one other thing to think about, and this this is this is legit. Um, if you go to what Nick Wright said on First Things First about Rogers coming out of the darkness, if he hasn't already, I, you know I don't know. Comes out and reads the or hears the podcast uh, of the GoLongTD.com site with Bob McGinn, long time, and he knows Bob. You know Aaron knows Bob. Long-time writer. And Bob's getting it from somewhere. What if Rodgers, and that's true, and in that perspective is, okay, somebody's there disgusted with me, I'll make it a little bit longer. I think at that point, uh, and again, here we go with the swirl. That would be so funny. 
objectively. You know, again, right? It would be ridiculous. But I think if if Rogers emerges and hears that or reads that, I think his phone has blown up and Brian Gudekins has been on the phone with him. Matt LaFleur has been on the phone with him saying, hey, look, didn't come from any of us, so don't worry. Nobody within the, quote, inner circle here has said that. And I don't know. Maybe it has. Maybe maybe somebody did. I'm offended. <laughs> but if you want this thing to go smooth, you you got to figure when that came out, Brian Gutekunst or Mark Murphy or Matt LaFleur or Russ Ball or somebody had to look around and say, who in the hell said that? Who gave that impression? Because in essence, you're taking power away from the team. Because if you, because if Rogers now believes you are hell bent on getting rid of him, and he may have wanted to come back, now you're thinking to yourself, "Oh my God, holy mackerel!" You know, because Rogers could just say, "You know what? Screw you! I'm not doing anything with my contract. Trade me." And he has that right. The Packers could trade him. Now the Packers could trade him anywhere. But he could just say, screw you, I'm not I'm not going to play for you. So trade me. Or the Packers could say, we're going to keep you, not going to trade you away, which would be the dumb thing to do, and say, yes, indeed, we're going to make you the backup. And Roger could say, that's fine. You're paying me you know, $60 million to come and stand. And how is that going to make you look as an organization? So, I mean, he... Rodgers still has that power to be able to do that. So I, I got to think that when Rodgers, if he hasn't already, comes out of whatever he's doing, and I got to think his phone's blowing up and they're probably saying, hey, look, it, it wasn't us. Just just thinking out loud here. By the way, the Eagles and uh, Jim Leonard have mutually decided that's not going to happen. Uh, per league sources, Leonard had planned to undergo hip surgery and sit out of coaching for at least a year. But when the Eagles job opened up, both sides had interest, uh, which they did last week. But ultimately, uh, both sides decided that's nah, just not the right time. So uh, they are moving on. The Eagles are moving on. And Jim Leonard has said he's probably going to have the hip surgery and be out of coaching this year. So there you go. 877 I would love to hear your opinions on all of this. 877-867-1670. Got emails to get to as well when we come back. But hang in there. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It is all coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you. Bill Michael's show continuing on. And, uh, hey, don't forget about our friends out there, uh, Smoke on the Water, and uh, Smoke on the Water BBQ out there in Okachi. And uh, coming up, the beginning of March, they have the Murder Mystery Dinners uh, that are coming up. And if you want more information, you can find them at Smoke on the Water. You can find them at their uh, Sloppy Joe's location as well. Three showings. 
Uh, Friday, March 3rd, Saturday, March 4th, and a daytime event going on Sunday, March 5th during brunch. But uh, they got some murder mystery stuff coming up. So if you want in on this, uh, check out our friends that go to Smoke on the Water BBQ Okachi. Smoke on the Water BBQ Okachi uh, over on Facebook. And you can see all the information and you can click on it and get all get all signed up. But uh, they got some cool stuff coming up. So there you go. Check out our friends at Smoke on the Water and at Sloppy Joe's. Good stuff. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout again. 877-867-1670. Let's go to Russ listening to us in Green Bay. Russ, how you doing today, man? What's going on? I'm doing great. Um, I was listening before the break, and, you know, I decided I wanted to call in and weigh in on the Aaron Rodgers topic. I'm kind of internally torn back and forth on how I feel about it. I suspect others might be, too. Um, I understand and agree with what you're saying, that he's always tried to prove his doubters wrong. And I have no – I I agree that if he says he's coming back fully, he's going to come back fully. He won't Mm -hmm. tank or he won't. But – the other thing I'm thinking about, you know, you look at last year, was that an anomaly because of the thumb injury? Did that affect him, or or has he just really slipped? And so part of me wants to see what would happen if they did move on. I think there's some issues within the organization, and I think if Rodgers moves on, we could see what those issues are, if they're about the same or maybe even a little bit better than maybe he was the problem. But if Rodgers goes somewhere else and has a fantastic year and the Packers tank, then you know that the issues are are higher up. And me, for one, I would like to figure out what those issues are. Yeah, that's a great point. No, that's a great point. I appreciate the phone call. If you move on from Rodgers and Rodgers goes somewhere else and has this incredible year, uh, first of all, Packers fans are going to be pissed. Because they're going to be mad at Rodgers. Why didn't he dedicate? Why didn't he play like that and dedicate himself like that to the team last year? Uh, they'll be mad at the Packers. You know, like, look, hey, uh, why didn't you get him more weapons? Or why didn't you do this or that for him? And, you know, God forbid uh, the, the Packers are sitting at home and Rodgers is in Vegas uh, with the Jets as the AFC champion playing for a Super Bowl. I mean, people will be even even more out of their minds. Um, so I, I understand all of that. And let's just say the Packers keep him and he has a tremendous season, but let's say the Packers don't get to the promised land for whatever reason. Well, then people are going to be mad at the, I mean, unless you walk away, at least getting to a Super Bowl, there could, there's going to be angst, right? I think we can all agree upon that. There's going to be some type of angst. Um, the only way there's not is if the Packers get rid of him, he plays terribly wherever he goes, Jordan Love plays better than expected, the team looks like they're heading in the right direction, like there's hope, and then you can say, okay, it's acceptable, maybe not to make the postseason, or acceptable to lose in the postseason with the first year of Jordan Love because there will be all the comparisons of, well, look at Aaron Rodgers. He sat for three years. He finally gets his chance. His first time plays against Arizona. And, you know, obviously they didn't have the outcome they wanted, but had a hell of a game. And then you look towards the future and say, okay, it buys you another year. But let's say it's Jordan Love time. And Jordan Love doesn't look good. The defense is poor. And everything that we talked about this offseason comes back to haunt you. 
And then what do you do with Matt LaFleur? Is Matt LaFleur going to be the guy again? Is Joe Barry back? Is he not? I mean, there would be then so much with all of this to be determined. So there's not many ways this goes well for the Packers. Um, <laughs> in all honesty, there's maybe, like I said, there's maybe three ways that all of this go really well. One is if Rodgers goes somewhere else and fails and the Packers make the postseason or look really good with Jordan Love. Another one is if Rodgers comes back and takes them either deep into the postseason or to a Super Bowl. Or three would be if, you know, you keep Rodgers. Rodgers takes you deep into the postseason. You trade Jordan Love away. You get a first-round draft choice. And so you're still sitting there with another opportunity and good weaponry around Rodgers. And then you figure next year will be the year that you draft a quarterback and start to look towards the future. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Uh, Chuck says, uh, if the Packers don't win a Super Bowl, many people are going to think that uh, the money that was spent on Rodgers was an absolute waste. Expectations are and have been so high for Green Bay for so long that it's uh, all or nothing for many. Um, David says, you already know that you can't full well, you can't run a team paralyzed by fear of what may happen. It's time uh, for Goody to move on with his guy, uh, can't with Aaron Rodgers and bargain basement guys around him. Again, David, I if if Rodgers is not committed, I'm fully ready to move on. Logic will tell you to move on. I get that. You can scream about it all you want. You can say it's time that this is stupid. On and on and on. I'm just telling you. It it, it what I think, what you think, the screaming and yelling, putting it all in capital letters. You know, it's time for Jordan Love, all of that kind of stuff. That's fine. You can do that all you want. But I'm just telling you what I think is going to happen. I think if Rodgers wants to come back and says I'm committed and ready to go, that the team will bring him back. I'm, it's as simple as that. And then if you move on from Jordan Love, for all of you that want to get rid of Rodgers regardless, then that's fine. And you'll be right back here screaming and yelling if Jordan Love stinks and if Rodgers goes on to have a really successful career or successful season somewhere else. You'll be right back here yelling and bitching and moaning that they held on to him too long. They should have known Jordan Love stunk. They should have done this. They should have done that because that's what everybody does. I'm, you know, I, I don't know. And this whole thing about, you know, Jay Qualls, who was on you with us yesterday, says, I'm going to bet money Jordan Love makes the postseason. Okay. I don't know what you're basing that on, but okay. Maybe it's just because of the team around him. I say this, this defense is built to play with a lead. Joe Barry's philosophy is built to play with a lead. So if that's going to be the scenario by which this defense plays, and they don't have a smash you in the mouth, stop you, beat you down type of defense like San Francisco does, remember. So that means you, your defense is going to have to give up less than 20 points a game, and Jordan Love is going to have to score more than 20 points a game on the consistent. Can he do that with the weaponry he has and with teams now scheming just for him? You got to think about that because Kansas City beat him up. Detroit beat him up. We tend to forget about those two games.
All I'm saying is, is I'm not all out on Jordan Love. I'm keeping it real. He had a tremendous nine passes against the Philadelphia Eagles. Looked good, looked sharp. Had a couple of good passes in the preseason as well. A couple of them. Where he went, oh, okay, maybe he's progressed a little bit. But there's nothing there that makes me, makes me say, oh, he's taking you to the promised land. And there's nothing there that makes me say he's terrible. All I'm basing it on is watching him play in college, looking at his highlight reel, and knowing what I've seen so far. That's it. So I can't say he's great, and I can't say he's bad. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. More of the Bill Michael Show. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Swing by Quick Trip and uh, pick up a couple of packages of their bacon, and which is on sale right now. Some really good stuff going on over there at Quick Trip. They had the bread and 79 cents for loaves of bread and the quickery bread. They got bacon on special, their uh, their milk and all their other products, uh, eggs and bananas and everything else that's good about Quick Trip is fantastic. But I've been telling you about it for a while. Stop in and don't forget to use that Quick Rewards card, whether it's uh, offering you some discounts or taking away some paint at the pump. Or maybe just every now and then when you get to the front, you get that cheeseburger for free. Whatever it happens to be, great stuff. Great stuff from our friends at Quick Trip. And, yes, for those that were asking, the cigar dinners are back this year. I can't wait. I can't wait. I just uh, was going through the schedule. Uh, We're going to have cigar dinners in June and in August and cannot wait. There might be a couple more added along the way, but... I know we've got uh, six of them that are going to be on the docket and cannot wait. Should be a lot of fun this year yet again with uh, with our friends at Quick Trip and Quick Spirits and Tobacco Outlet Plus Grocery and everything. So really looking forward to it. Uh, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. If you want to call in, call in. 877-867-1670. Okay, here we go. Uh, this one's from uh, Pack Attack. Rodgers will be stupid not to take the trade to the Jets uh, football team. Uh, it lines up perfect just like what uh, Brady did, a team with everything lined up going deep into the postseason and all they need is a quarterback. It's a win-win as far as I'm concerned. Even if he gets to a Super Bowl, we have Jordan Love and a few picks to rebuild for two years down the road, and then we're back in contention. Rodgers' first year as a starter was terrible or less than stellar uh, record uh, for the year but showed great promise. Rodgers' second year uh, is when he started to uh, show the true value. Uh, It's a win-win for the Jets uh, without it. Or without a doubt. Um, his first year was not great, but it, remember, you, you came out of Mike Sherman and you were coming out and you were coming into Mike McCarthy and all of that, and they were trying to rebuild the team coming off of Brett Favre and the NFC Championship run, and there were a lot of contracts that were up and things were in flux and Remember that offseason in which it was the Bring Back Brett website and fans were divided and just a lot of stuff going on. And so it was. it's a little different. It's a little different. Uh, Paul says, hey, Bill, I think you're right. Uh, I think he is going to say that he is ready to return and will be up uh, front with the office and say, you know, ready to play or, or trade him. Uh, no way the front office can win now unless – 
he plays for Green Bay and they win playoff games and not just make the playoff, but win playoff games because if they trade him, uh, they will not uh, get near what the Twitterverse is saying they will get unless there is a bidding war among some of the more foolish owners in the league. It's going to be a fun draft. That's Paul listening to us in Menasha. Good stuff there. Our buddy Stephen Ridgefield. Just wanted to touch on a couple of topics. Marquette, what a phenomenal job uh, Shaka Smart has done with the Golden Eagles this year. I watched the game last night, and they are very well coached and have a decent chance to go deep into the second weekend of the NCAA tournament. Christian Yelich and the Brewers, I think the Brew Crew will surprise some people this year. They aren't going to win 88-plus games, but I think they are solid contenders for the NL Central as a wild card. Uh, For whatever reason, I just have a gut feeling Christian Yelich is going to have a bounce-back year. Not at MVP level, but improved average and power numbers. Last year, the over and under on his home run production was 15. I think he will go over that this year. I hope I am not wrong. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, I don't know where this all is going to go, but my question is that regardless of the outcome, do you see the Packers using a higher-round draft choice on a quarterback, either as Rodgers' future replacement or Jordan Love's backup? Everybody uh, be safe during the storm today. That's our buddy Stephen Richfield. Um, That is a great question. When you look at... Uh, uh, boy, I was just kind of considering this. When you look at, say, the the NFL draft and where things are, okay, and you start to think about the, the, the projections, all right? Now think about this for a minute. Suppose you get the Jets draft choice. Okay, suppose you get the Jets draft choice. Um, where you're at as a team you could, with 15, because remember, the Jets are sitting at, what, 13, I think? <clears throat> so you could take that draft choice or your own and package it up, and you could, say, jump up into the top 10 and pick yourself up a quarterback if you trade Aaron Rodgers and pick up another one. If you wanted to do that, let's say you keep Rogers and say you trade Jordan Love. I don't think you're going to get a, a, a really high first round draft choice for him. Um, you know, there's some teams obviously that might be looking for a quarterback, say Tampa Bay. Maybe you get their first round draft choice at 19. Uh, depending on what Seattle does, you could get theirs. Um, but I, after that, you know, I, I don't know where you're going to go. Because um, the rest of those teams, maybe New Orleans, you know, because New Orleans is uh, getting a draft choice at 29 this year. Um, but I don't think you're going to be able to jump way up. You're not going to get one of the top five or ten. But that's a good question. I want to I get back into that a little bit when we come back. Hang in there. I, I do want to get into that. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. We'll kind of talk about the value there. A little bit of the value that's uh, possibly going to be added. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Skipper Buds. I know it doesn't look like it today, but you're eventually going to be thinking about getting out on the water. And if you're going to do it... You're going to do it. No better place than getting a hold of my buddy Todd at Skipper Buds. Skipper Buds out in Pewaukee. That's where to go. They got new. They've got used. I was just driving past there today. They got a whole bunch of the Tritune pontoons that are in now. Beautiful new boats. They're servicing, putting them together, getting them ready for the 2023 boating season. 
Head out to Skipper Buds. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.